0: If you are with us today online, I just pray that you would have an awesome worship in your home. Everybody here, let's give God glory today, yeah? His name is so amazing, Jesus. Your name is beautiful, it is wonderful, and it is powerful, and it deserves all praise. Let's stand to our feet and give him the glory. You were the word at the beginning, one with God. Way for the walls to fall. Cause I know a name that will bring them down. Cause I got a praise waking within my soul. Cause I'm not ashamed to declare it now. I of the world. can stop it, you are the God of the promise, every word will be accomplished, nothing can stop it, you are the God of the promise,
1: We the away. the King of glory come, for his name Every fear must bow Throw off your chains Jesus destroyed them all
0: And oh, from the grave He's with us now Light of the world Temple the darkness Nothing can stop it You are the God of stop it. You are the God of the coming.
1: The gates of hell will never stand a
0: chance. You're chance your name prevails
2: How's everybody doing? Yeah? You excited for today? Oh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. I know God's going to move in this place. I want to take a moment. We On the first Sunday of every month, we do communion. And there's a risk when you do it like that. The risk is it just becomes something religious that you do. Don't even know why. Don't really understand it. I don't know what we do, but we have this little treat or snack on on the first Sunday of the month. But it's important to remember why. Jesus, when he sat at the last supper with his disciples, he knew what was coming. He knew what was coming, and it's important to remember because I think a lot of us live in this life where where we don't know when hope is going to arrive. We don't know when things are going to get better. We don't know where the promise is. But Jesus said, As often as you can, do this in remembrance of me. And as he was sitting there at dinner with his disciples, he's like, I know ministering has been hard lately. I know things could have been challenging over the last few months, few weeks, few years, but hope is coming. Hope is coming. Listen, the promise is here. The time is now. God is moving. He's alive. He's well. And it's coming true. Amen. Come on. So as we partake of communion this morning, you know, Jesus said, as you come to communion, make sure that your heart is right. It's time for a heart check. Taking the moment before you, before you take the cracker and the juice, it's, representations of his body that was broken for you, his blood that was spilled for you, the promise that was fulfilled for you. But as we sit there for that moment, we go, gosh, God, thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. I'm not perfect. I don't have it all together, but thank you, Lord, for dying for me, for loving me enough that you wanted me to be with you in eternity. Amen? So as we get into this next song, which I'm really excited about, the blessing. I just believe that that blessing is going to pour out over you as you pray and as you partake of communion. So let's do that together.
1: Thank you, Pastor Justin. So as you as you're taking your elements, as you're taking your communion, I want to um, speak to something that came upon me um, this past week. This past week was a it was a difficult week for me. That's okay. A lot of people have difficult weeks. You know. If it wasn't, I have to tell you, if it wasn't for my my two beautiful boys, they keep me right here, keep me focused, also focused with God. Because I'm not my number one priority anymore. And I love them so much. But it wasn't just a time of praying, praying to God. It was a time of Emotional conversations with God. All religious protocol went out the window. And during these unfiltered talks with God, He was gracious to me. He gave me, he gave me a word of oh, my heart. The first word was in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 10:13. Forgive me, I don't have it in front of me, but it roughly states: God is faithful. Never let you be tested beyond your own strength. Oh, look at that! Who got that? Who
2: did that? Woo!
1: That's Jesus right there. And I can't see it from that far, anyways. But um, but during that time, He will He will give you um, a way out. He will provide a way out so you can endure it. And honestly. And that's a that's a great verse. It's a very comforting verse. But honestly, when you're going, when you're going through something, when it's happening in real time and you're feeling it, you're right in the middle of it. It's kind of a tough one to swallow. I have to admit it. And um, when you're right there in the middle of the pain, and it's like you don't have the strength anymore. You've been, you've you've spent all your strength you take what you have left and you cry out to God, say, God, I can't do it anymore. Please take it away. And this message, the message that I received, and I hope it's a message for somebody else, Grace is sufficient for you. That was the second. That was the second verse he put on my heart. That was 2 uh, Corinthians twelve nine. Got gotcha. you. <laughs> my grace is sufficient for you. Stop it. My power is perfect. Okay, So, mind you, this is where my stubborn Marine comes out. And says, I start the argument with him and I say, God, I don't want to be weak. I want to be strong. I want to be strong in your name. So what if he doesn't give you the strength that you need? And you wake up the next morning and you're already exhausted and you haven't even started your day yet. is sufficient for you but what if the grace that he gives you is a friend what if the what if the grace that he gives you what if he puts it upon your heart to reach out to another child of God and ask for help because we're all his children we can all be blessings to one another so brothers and sisters in christ i if you're hurting if you're suffering if you're struggling in any way whether it's you whether it's whether it's someone you know just trying to keep one foot in front of the other trudging forward and what can sometimes seem to be like some hell-laden battlefield i want to pray for you I want to pray God's blessings over you. I pray that his blessings pour out over you like a refreshing, blissful peace and that his and that his love is shown through his children with prayer and compassion for you.
0: Children of God. Oh, oh. may His favor be upon you In a thousand generations And your family And your children And their children And their children May His presence Go before you And behind you And beside you Around you and within you, he is with you, he is with you in the morning, in the evening, in your coming, and your glowing, in your evening, and rejoicing, he is for you, he is for you.
1: here today thank you for opening our hearts thank you for giving us a place to come and people to be with in your name living stones church thank you thank you so much you are a blessing to so many people you don't even know it thank you lord living stones church welcome please welcome each other give us a high five give them a give them a hug If you know them very well, give them a kiss, that's fine. (laughs)
3: Wow, wow. Um, Your microphone's muted, you have to unmute it. Um, Wow, like that was like on fire. Like I was standing up there and worshiping and I was like, I think I'm sick right now because I have a fever and I'm sweating and I have heat all over my entire body. Like what's happening right now? And um, just so, oh God, so good. Like to just declare that over your families, over your children, over your marriages, just over you, right? You, Start with you, and it'll flood into everybody else. So just, yeah, just, oh, my gosh. Okay, sorry. I don't even know my name. I don't know, like, what I'm doing up here. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of times,
4: right? I don't know if I'm on or not. So, yeah, you are. A lot of times we don't take what God's giving us. We, we reject the blessing. We reject the favor, right? But believe the scripture, right? When your generational curse is broken, when you accept Jesus Christ, you do it for generations, not only for you. So keep on falling wholeheartedly. And And let the blessings shine on your face. That song is so important because we always want to hide and run from it. But let him bless you in favor with people around you and encourage you. Like Casey said, reach out to somebody. When the Holy Spirit strikes you, call that person. Text them, right? All right.
3: And now we'll get back to our usually scheduled show. Okay. So I am Sarah. I'm AJ. And, um, yeah, that's who we are. So (laughs) welcome if you don't know us. Um, thank you so much for joining us, whether you're in person or online, we're just grateful for everybody that's here, just ready to be poured into and just filled up. Yeah. And so we are going to go ahead and continue uh, with our worship of our tithes and our offerings. <clears throat> there are a couple of different ways to give online. You can do the online church center app, Livingstones TV, the Bible app, in person. We're going to have our amazing ushers come up. You have yeah. something you want to share about today?
4: I do. I have... Uh um, it's in Mark 12, 41 through 43, the Amplified Version. I've been on this Amplified Version kick, but I do. I love King James. I love NLT. I love all, all his word, right? So, and he sat down, apostles, the temple treasure, and began watching how the people were putting money into the treasury. And many rich people were putting in large sums, right? A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins with the amount to a mite, calling his disciples to him. He said to them, I assure you, the most solemnly say to you, this poor widow put in proportionally more than all the contributors to the treasury, right? So it says it's not even about the amount that you put in. Who cares about the amount? God is bigger than money. God is bigger than your finances. God is bigger than what we think he could do, what we have in our bank account. It's your heart. He says, I'm doing everything. I'm putting everything in for your heart. And it says... In the, in the old scripture, 10%, which is a, is a tide, right? But I tell you, the New Testament says the measure of your heart. You give the measure of your heart. So think about that. Wow. And let's, let's think about that. And, and God can use much more. He can use her penny much more than he can use millions of dollars, right? Because he can move mountains with a mustard seed, right? Wow. It says that your faith, as little as a mustard seed, can move a mountain. Imagine that. So I'm gonna, let's all bow in prayer. And I'll call the ushers up. Lord, thank you. Thank you for this congregation. Lord, thank you for Finch Valley. Thank you for the people here, Lord. Thank you for reviving our hearts, setting us on fire in your name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for gathering the chosen. To, you know, the, Many are called, but few are chosen, right? And I want everybody here to open their ears and be obedient to the calling, right? It doesn't matter how much you give, but it matters how much you pour in and how much you let Jesus use you, Lord. And I pray for each one of them to find that out. Thank you, Lord, for the day, and let us be blessed in your favor. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
3: Um, And then real quick, this is kind of off script, but um, so you know how sometimes like you hear those stories about you being obedient and faithful and then God blessing you? It doesn't happen every time, right? Like just because you put, you know, your money into the bucket doesn't mean that automatically there's going to be, you know, a blessing that comes and, you know, you're going to get a little, little like ding on your phone and there's going to be a million dollars of deposited into your bank account right that doesn't happen but sometimes it does happen and I think that in order to celebrate that that we have to be willing to share our testimonies right Right. and so um, I'm just going to share real quick with you guys Um, so uh, this is above and beyond this is is an offering that we were able to give Um, so my husband you know helps with a a ministry and um, he was like hey like I think that I think that we're supposed to give you know X amount of money and I'm like whoo That, like, X, like, specific, like, whoop, like, zeros, like, all the zeros, yep, okay. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, if God's called us to do it, then let's do it. And um, so he sent the money, and a couple of days later, I get this letter from the IRS, or not the IRS, but, like, the State Department of Treasury or something like that, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, do we owe money to people? Like, what's happening? Um, And I open it up, and they're like, hey, so we have this, like, sum of money sitting in this account from this house that you guys sold back in 2016, like that's like six years ago and this money is just sitting here so if you want it, all you have to do is call this phone number and you'll get it and I'm like, this is a scam, like this is totally, like no, this Not doesn't happen, this. right? No, and I'm like licking the paper to see like if it like smudges or something, you know, to see if it's real, right? Because there's so many scams out there today and sure enough, um, they had, you know, X amount of money sitting in the account and they um, sent it right back to us and so I think that just, you know, knowing that when you're obedient and when you're doing exactly what God's called you to do, he has plans that you can't even imagine, right? Like I had no, like 2016, that long ago, what? And he was saving it for this time so that when we were able to give, um, he was able to be like, you know what? I got you. You were obedient. I got you. So that's just a little testimony on this. That's awesome, right? And that doesn't always happen. So again, just because you do it doesn't mean that the next day it's going to show up. But just be faithful and be obedient and continue to do it, and he's going to continue to do what he does.
4: So I want to I welcome our VIP guests, right? Thank you, new guests. Wow. Thank you, new guests, for arriving. Mic drop. Yeah. Okay. So uh, fill out connection cards. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm on the wrong way. Here we go. Fill out the connection card at the information table. We also got a gift for you back there, too, as well. So don't leave without your gift. if You guys are a new, yeah. a new guest. Some
3: fun gifts back there. Okay. Um, and then this week, we have youth going on. Where are our youth at? We got a lot of them.
4: Come on. Louder.
3: Okay, on the count of three. One, two, three. <laughs> Woo! Open. We got some in the back. Some youthful people in the back, too. Okay. <laughs> Um, good. Uh, so there is youth tonight. Or not tonight. Not tonight. Don't show up tonight. On Tuesday at 7. And um, if you guys remember last weekend, we had the giving wall to help the youth get to camp. And so some people had taken some envelopes. And um, we just need to make sure that we get those envelopes back, hopefully with some money to help support the youth camp. Yeah. But if you accidentally took it and um, you forgot to, you know, leave it in the box or whatever it was, if you can just make sure that that gets into the tithing box, that would be awesome. And... Uh, Um, If you would like to donate and you don't have an envelope and you're like, I don't know what envelope this is, grab one, write youth on it, pop some money in there and deposit it so that we can get our youth to camp so that their eternities can be changed forever. That's not a cool thing to say. Okay. I'm not cool, so it's fine. I don't know
4: why I'm announcing sisterhood. I'll let you do that.
3: Okay. I'll do sisterhood too. Okay. Um, So this week we have sisterhood. Where are our ladies at? Woo. Yeah. And sisterhood is on Cinco de Mayo. Woo! So we are going to have a potluck taco party at, at my house. So um, check that out. We would love to get you guys there. And we'll be posting it in the church center app so that way we don't get like 10,000 tortillas and nothing else. Although tortillas are good. So I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So that's on Thursday at 630. So check out the church center app and join yeah, us for you can, that.
4: You can follow us and stay connected throughout the week at livingstones.tv or Facebook and Instagram. And also get connected through our app. Uh, through center, um, church,
3: center. The
4: church Center app. Church
3: Center, yeah.
0: And yeah. you can go
4: to Church Center, download it, and look for Living Stones, and there it will pop right up. So get connected.
3: Yeah, and then um, there's ways to get involved. Every Sunday at 8 a.m. we meet here, and we get the church set up. Yeah, And come. I was arguing with God this morning, and he's like, hey, like, you have to ask for help. So when Casey said that message about, like, you have to be willing to ask for help, right? That's right. Um, So I am going to ask for help, which I'm, like, I don't ask people for help, okay? So, no. I need to learn, right? This is God breaking me. Um, So, AJ and I are going to be gone for a few weeks, like three weeks in June and then um, at the end of May. And so, um, if you don't have a place to serve and if you would love to help serve um, everything guest services, I could really use somebody to come alongside me. And to be here at eight in the morning, and to just kind of see how everything works. Ideally, everybody sets up their own stations, but sometimes things fall through, and um, you know you have to be able to step in and serve wherever's needed. So if that's on your heart, and if you don't know like where you want to serve, I would love for you guys to partner with me and to um, to stand alongside me and kind of learn everything that that goes into all of the guest service aspect. So. Um, the Lord says, if you ask, you will receive, right? So I'm being obedient, and I am asking, so I'm expectant and excited. If that's you, come and see me, and I would love that extra help.
4: Yeah, set up and tear down, too. And, and John needs a good, reliable person on the side to move stuff in and move stuff out. So we come and join. It's awesome. We get to hang out. And, and it's funny because you get more out of serving yeah. than you do out of not serving. Uh, you get more conversation, and the Holy Spirit moves through conversations and connections than you don't without serving. You feel isolated. That's why we need each other. As Casey said, that person around you will lift you up throughout the week. So get involved. Get involved.
3: Okay. And then you're at that bullet point, and then I'll do the last one.
4: And you can find all this and more on the church center. App.
3: Okay. <laughs> and, okay, hold on. I'm going to do, like, a little, like, What's going woop, on woop, where are you going? Woop, woop. I can't tell you. This woop, is weird woop, woop. off
4: the script. Sir, off the script? I know.
3: Okay. It's going to make a loud noise. Plug your ears. Ready? So, um, this weekend, we got to have an absolutely phenomenal 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 marriage retreat.
4: Come on, louder than that, because it was awesome, right? If you went to the
3: marriage retreat, stand up real quick. If you got to go to the marriage retreat this last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So, we had um, 24 couples that were able to come. You guys can sit down now. Okay. Thank you for not, not, like, nobody standing up. And I'm like, cool, nobody went. You were there. Okay, um, so we had a phenomenal weekend, and um, our lead pastors poured out everything that they had into the 24 couples that were there. And um, it was just such an amazing, powerful weekend. Chains were broken. Lives were changed. Marriages, praise God, were healed. Um, And with that being said... We have our pastors. Today is actually their 13th Come anniversary. On. So we're going to call on. them up to this Come stage real quick. On. They didn't know that we did this, so that's why I like had to like hide it on the side and stuff like that. So these are for you guys. And then there's a little card so you guys can have a date night. Um, yeah. So... Um, one thing that I would ask, sorry, my hands are, like, cold and, yeah. Okay. Um, so one thing that I would ask for you guys is to be praying for these two people right here. Um, they consistently pour out and pour out and pour so out and pour out. In many ways you don't see. So. Yeah, in many ways that you don't see. And, um Like, to take their anniversary weekend and to literally pour everything that they have into other marriages, like, that is so huge. And I just know that God is going to bless you guys abundantly and above and beyond anything in your wildest imagination. And um, the lives that are changed because of your obedience, like, you guys could have chosen any weekend, right? Like, it wasn't even, and they were like, hey, our anniversary, like, what a better way to celebrate than pouring into other people. And so we're just gonna, if you guys can just extend a hand up to our pastors, um, and AJ is going to go ahead and pray over them.
4: Lord, I, I'm so thankful for uh, pastors like these, Lord, that, that seek out Jesus every day, Lord. And you know what? And, and through their willingness to serve and wash others' feet, Lord, I pray a blessing and favor upon their life that no other. I pray the next uh, 13 years is amazing following Christ, Lord. I pray that their kids are blessed because of what they're doing, Lord, and they're anointed beyond anything that we can even imagine because they hear you. And they seek you, right? And they seek you for what's best. And I, I pray that as we go forward, um, all the naysayers will see how they how they, uh, they serve Jesus, right? And you know what? I just pray. I thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.
3: If you guys can stand up and put your hands together for these two, that would be amazing. Yeah.
2: yeah. Woo! Thank woo, you. woo! Oh, my gosh. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Pastor Sarah. Oh, thank you guys, wow, goodness gracious. Thank
5: you guys, that was, yeah. thank you, yeah, thank you so
2: much. Thank you guys so much. Wow, 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 wow. I did thank not expect you. that.
5: I know, we did not expect <sighs> that at all, um, but since I I'm up here. I wasn't crying already. I know. Since I'm up here, um, if I can do it without crying, I'll probably ah, cry, it's all right. Yeah. Um, we pretty much cried all weekend. <laughs> so it's true. It was so good. It's true. Um, but I just want to honor you publicly. Mm. Um, yeah see I got real far didn't I I love you very much thank you for your obedience thank you for not just leading this church but first leading our home Mm. leading our family leading me for being my pastor Mm. for setting an incredible example of forgiveness and grace and love on the daily (laughs) and I need it but thank you. I just want to honor you publicly. I know I know. I tell you this individually, but I want them to hear it too because you are an incredible man and what you give them every week, you give your family as well. And it doesn't mean that you have to be perfect. It doesn't mean that there's a high expectation at home or anything like that, but I know your heart is pure and it's beautiful and it's for the Lord and it's obedient and it's sensitive and tender to God's movement. And so thank you Thank you for that. I love you so much, and happy anniversary. Thank you.
2: Happy anniversary. Thank you, (sighs) sweetheart. Okay, well, it was nice having you all today. Enjoy your week. Oh, Lord. Wow. Um, I don't know what we're doing today. Um, Goodness gracious. Uh, I got to be careful because I pretty much preached on sex for the last two days. (sighs) So I got to be careful what we talk about today. Um, But uh, anyway, we'll get in there. We'll get in there. Um, Hello to all the people online. Thank you, my beautiful bride. Thank you, pastoral team, for blessing us. And yes, we had an incredible weekend with all of our married couples. It just touched our hearts so much. Um, We're excited because we already have plans for next year's marriage retreat. Um, my guess is that it'll end up being too big to be called a retreat. It'll end up being called a marriage conference, because um, the twenty-four couples are going to turn into hundred or two hundred couples very quickly, and because uh, God just moved in a huge, huge way. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Um, for those of you, where, where are my paper Bible people at? Do we got some paper Bibles today. Got some paper Bibles in the house. A purple one, dude. There's a purple one in the house. I like that. Flowers looking good back there. Goodness gracious. Where are my electronic Bibles at? We got some electronic Bibles in the house. So, so good. Oh, my gosh. Go ahead and turn in your Bibles to Mark chapter 10, and we're going to hang out in, <coughs> starting in verse 46. Excuse me. Um, gosh. You know, if if allergies don't get you, crying because of your awesome church will. I tell you what. So, Forgive me if I'm, uh, I'm melting up here, but um, I'm excited. I'm excited because it's going to be good. Somebody say it's going to be good. It's going to be good. You know, we, we spent a couple, <coughs> excuse me, days away and uh, my awesome mother-in-law and father-in-law took the boys for a couple of days and, and we got to get home last night and get the report of what happened and how things went and, and uh, my nine-year-old... <coughs> did something really great halfway. Are you with me? Yeah. Halfway, halfway. You know, um, he, was, he was told if he would clean half his room today, he could go swimming. And then he'd have to clean the other half the next day and go swimming again. Well, he made it the first day. Are you with me? He made it the first day. He, was, he did so good, he cleaned half his room the first day. And the second day, he got caught up in his Legos. Are you with me? Right? All of a sudden... Grahams goes in there, thank you so much, Grahams goes in there to check on him, and he's playing with his Legos, and she's going, I don't know if you're going to like the choices you're making, there's, there's consequences to those choices, but you get to choose, and gets to the time where, where Papa's going to take, go take the boys to the pool, and he doesn't get to go, come on, he just didn't want it bad enough, come on, somebody say you got to want it, You gotta want it. Oh my goodness, it's a hard lesson. I think some of us are still learning some of those lessons. Anybody with me? You gotta actually want it bad enough to work hard for it and get to it. Amen. Well, tell your neighbor today's message is titled "I Want to See." I want to see. You gotta want it. I want to see. I want to see. In uh, Mark chapter ten, verse forty-six. Shout if you're there. Good. Good. All two of you. Good. Verse 46. Then they reached Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. Verse 47. When, Bar- when Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Verse 48 I love how people respond to to that kind of cry out be quiet many of the people yelled at him oh my gosh this 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 is just people you guys this is how it works but he only shouted louder son of David have mercy on me verse 49 when Jesus heard him he stopped and said tell him to come here so they called to the blind man cheer up they said come on he's calling you Verse 50, Bartimaeus threw aside his coat, jumped up, and came to Jesus. Verse 51, what do you want me to do for you, Jesus asked. My rabbi, the blind man said, I want to see. Verse 52, and Jesus said to him, go, for your faith has healed you. And instantly the man could see, and he followed Jesus down the road. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you for your word today. I thank you for your word today. I thank you that you're going to speak to us. I thank you that your truth transcends how much energy we have, our abilities, our skills, our talents, but your Holy Spirit touches lives and touches people, and and we're just excited that we get to be a part of it. So God, we want to see. We want to see today. Lord, show us something new. Show us something that you want to do in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I got some people online. I like, to, I like to talk to the people online. So if you're, if you're watching on Facebook or our interactive site, I will get your messages. If you're watching on YouTube, awesome, but I won't get your messages, so I won't see your comments till later. But uh, if you're following us on those other places, I want to chat with you and say hi. Um, Suzanne Gates, we love you. Thank you for being amazing. Lynette Lawson, you're amazing. Phil Norman, love you, buddy. Dorothy Faragonen, always awesome to see you on here. Carolyn McKinney um jerry rudy love you buddy appreciate you man rob big rob is working today but he's also watching church that's what i'm talking about so stinking cool let's see who else we got on here drew Erbassick, love you man love you out in texas crawford height is cheating and he's watching in the back and wants me to say his name out loud so everyone look to the back of the church this is crawford height there he goes you know i think god has a sense of humor When he gives somebody the last name Height, and they're that Height, you know? No, anyway, it's good, it's good. We love the Heights. The Height family's amazing. So, so good. We love you. Thank you for being on, watching online today. And I'm excited to get into the Word even more. You know, we are all somewhere on this road called life. Can we agree on that? We can agree on that. Everybody's somewhere on the road called life. Some of us are sitting on the side of the road. Some of us are probably exceeding the speed limit on the road of life, right? Some of us are doing that. I, I, know, I know I like to do that sometimes. I, that we, when we went to the marriage retreat, we, Chelsea and I went and got on some, uh, um, what do they call Jet skis. Has anybody ridden jet skis before? Oh, my goodness. Now, I love riding a motorcycle, so I just figured this is a motorcycle on water, like, this is going to be so fun. And I don't have to wear a helmet. I'm like, oh, my goodness, we're going to get crazy. So um, we had fun. I, Chelsea's like, yeah, I want to go on these jet skis. I'm like, you want to go on jet skis? Like, how many of you would be excited if your wife said, hey, let's go on jet skis for our anniversary, right? And so, <coughs> I'm like, yes, let's go on jet skis. And she's like, let's get two. I'm like, you want to ride your own jet ski? I'm like, I can't believe this. And, and so we rent two jet skis, and, and I figure out why. As we, as we get out of, out of putting around, you know, you can only go five miles an hour until you get to the deeper water. And as we get out to the deeper water, I, I just assume, like, it's time to open this up, right? <laughs> like, like, here we go. And so, so I open it up, and poor Chelsea's, like, rocking in the wake, you know, like, like what is happening? And, and so I go, and I turn back, and I come back around. I'm like, what are you doing? And she said, why did you go so fast? I was like, this is what you're supposed to do with these things, isn't it? Like, I've never done this before, but I thought, like, we go five miles an hour forever so that we can go fast when we get past this little sign And she says, you can go fast now. Well, Chelsea opened that thing up to a grand 25 miles an hour (laughs) and and then then here goes your pastor right because i i don't i don't go slow on this road called life and and so so i'm like I'm like, w- how fast will it go? Like, I got to find out while I'm hitting these bumps, like, blah, 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 you know. And poor Chelsea, like, I, I leave her in the dust. I'm like, I look back, I'm like, I can't even see her anymore. Did she, did she capsize? Like, what happened? And I go back around the little island, and there she is. And I'm like, okay, she's safe, and it's good. And so I did a lot of laps around her, okay? And, and that thing maxed out at 50 miles an hour, just so you know. But it was, it was so much fun. But we're all... On this road called life. (sighs) Some of us might be going the wrong way on a one-way road. Come on, if we're honest with ourselves. But Bartimaeus, in verse 46, was on the side of the road. Right? Then they reached Jericho, and Jesus and his disciples left town. A large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus was sitting beside the road. How many of us are sitting on the side of the road? We're not even on the road of life anymore. We're just sitting on the side. Maybe because of circumstances. Maybe because something in your life is keeping you from being on the road. Maybe you got hit while you were on the road and you had to pull over. And you've been there for a while. Just living on that place in your life. Bartimaeus is blind He's been on the side of the road for a long time. He lives on the side of the road. Are you with me? And Bartimaeus is used to people walking by, maybe giving him a little change, a little something here and there, and he lives off of everybody else's just leftovers. How many of us are living our life on leftovers? Is this the best that God has for me? Today is your moment. Today is your moment. Jesus is walking on the road. Somebody said, I mean, I'm, I can imagine Bartimaeus is just hanging out on the side of the road here. Just sitting there, doing his normal thing. And he hears people chattering as they're walking by. Jesus is coming. Jesus of Nazareth, the one who heals people. The one that did all those miracles in the in the courtyard. Jesus is coming. And he's going, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming. Who's this Jesus. And, and he starts hearing the chatter and it's getting louder and louder as the crowd's following and people are, are, are shouting, Jesus, hey, hey, Jesus, can, you, can I talk to you for a minute? I need something. And you got the, the disciples are all pushing people away like, hey, hey, give, give the master some room. Give the teacher some room. And Bartimaeus is just going like, no, this is my moment. This is my shot. This is it. And he's sitting there and he shouts, Jesus, Jesus, I need you. Some of you are afraid to shout. Listen, when I can't tell you, tears hit my eyes so hard as we were standing up here for that third song and I've had this group of people who just got their marriages rocked this weekend <laughs> and a whole bunch of other people following them coming up here because they're like, I have to, this is my moment. I want to shout for Jesus. I want, I want Him to touch me. I want to experience Him. Listen, I want you to know this altar is always open during worship come up here if you if you need if you're like dude i don't care what anybody else says thinks, whatever i'm getting out of my seat in the back row and i just want to be with jesus this is where bartimaeus was sitting on the side of the road in his circumstances in the middle of his muck are you with me i'm I'm imagining he's probably not the cleanest person because he's been on the side of the road i'm I'm imagining he's probably not the most well-nourished person Sitting on the side of the road. Are you with me? But Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus does the right thing right here. Bartimaeus does the right thing. He shouts for Jesus. Here's point number one for my note takers. Where are my note takers at? We got some note takers. Everybody taking notes? Good. You know, you can follow along in the UVersion Bible app. Did you know that? Isn't that the coolest thing? All the notes are in there? Because I'm going to skip on this one. I'm going to mess with you. Unless you brought multiple versions of the Bible. You're not going to be able to follow along with me completely word for word for today because I'm going to skip back and forward from the New Living Translation, which I preach out of most of the time. And then I'm going to go back to the New King James Version because that's what I grew up on and what I read a lot. And so I like the way that it says this little next section. But if you want to follow along in the New Version, I flip that thing over for you so you don't have to do it. Are you with me? But here's point number one. I will no longer be satisfied with sitting sidelined. Oh, Come on, we need to read that together. Can we read that together? I will no longer be satisfied with sitting sidelined. Are you enjoying this series so far? Flip the script. I love it. I'm I'm excited because something just begins to change when Jesus comes into your life, when Jesus just walks by you. You know, Hebrews 12, verse 1, and I'm going to be flipping back and forth from Mark to Hebrews this whole service. But Hebrews 12, verse 1 says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Verse 2, look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin. Come on, somebody. Can I tell you something? Your story is going to take some endurance. Your story is gonna take some endurance. I loved what Casey shared this morning. That he, you know what? What if it doesn't get better? I'm gonna have to have some endurance. Are you with me? What if, what if tomorrow the problem is still there? I'm gonna have to have some endurance. Blind Bartimaeus, day after day after day after day after day after day. day. After day, what year is it again? After day is sitting on the side of the road just begging for leftovers. Puts his hand out. I can't see you. I can hear you. I know you're coming. But maybe you'll put something in my hand if you just see that I'm a blind man and I don't, I don't have. I mean, I, I've watched our nation respond in such a way where we've got a whole bunch of people whether they're blind or not or sitting on the side of the road going I just wish somebody give me something I'm a victim here I'm a victim here I've watched businesses being being given money that if you fail in business you should fail You learn by failing Why is the government paying for businesses that don't know how to run their business my, I'm sorry, I'm on my soapbox for a minute, but I'm just like, blah, blah, boggles my mind. They suck. Don't give your money to them. Like, I I, I mean, I read the Bible when, when Jesus, when he's talking about all these people and their talents and one of them buries their talent in the sand, the other one takes five talents, make, turns it into 10 talents. So he takes the one out of the sand and says, you didn't do anything with this. And he gives it to the guy with 10. Some of us are going like, see, that's not fair. No, he did something with it. The other guy didn't. Why are we giving things to people and giving them a handout when they won't even try? Are you with me? Goodness, I, I apologize. I probably just stepped on a whole lot of toes. That was not in my notes. You can, you know, it, it, it should, you know just take that for what it is. It's just your pastor being crazy because I talked about sex for the last two days. All right? That's all it is. That's all it is. But your story, even though you're going to have to have endurance, I want to tell you your story can. Somebody say Can. Does that mean it will? No. Your story can end in victory. Your story can end in victory. Now, for some of us, that is the best news you've heard in a while. My story could end in victory? And for some of you, it's the most discouraging thing you've heard in a while. My story only can end in victory? You, You don't mean it will end in victory? You mean it could fail? Like things could go bad, could go wrong? I'm going to share with you how it will end in victory. Are you ready? Is anybody ready? Okay, I want to make sure because I'll preach for the next three hours until you're ready. Okay, good. You're ready. Good. I want to make sure. I want to make sure. Let's go back to Bartimaeus. Let's see what he's doing here. Verse 47. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet. Many of the people yelled at him, but he only shouted louder. Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. Listen, this is going to sound the most cliche it could possibly sound. Are you ready? Anybody like cliches? You know what's so good about cliches? They're always true. That's why they're cliches. Are you with me? The answer to you having the outcome that you're actually hoping for is Jesus. It's Jesus. It's it self-help books are awesome. Seminars are awesome. Coming to church on a Sunday morning is a good thing, but it's not going to save you. It's not going to give your story the victory that you really want. Can I tell you? You don't even have, I'm telling you right now, you don't even have to come to church to experience God's goodness. But no, don't neglect it. I'm going to put that little plug in there. Don't neglect it. Because I know we we set up these cameras originally because the, the world or the government said that people were too sick to be able to sit in a building. So we got cameras so that they could sit at home. But it's also one of the worst things that's happened to people. Because now I can sit in my comfortability and not have to take accountability. Are you with me? I can sit in my comfortability, but I don't have to take accountability. Oh, yeah, yeah, I watch church. I watch church. Yeah, 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 I watch church. While you were doing the dishes? Come on, somebody. Like, yeah, 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 I watch church. I watch church. I'm, I'm getting fed. I'm getting fed. Really? Because you look anemic to me. Spiritually anemic. Are you with me? Are my people online watching? Are you with me? It's okay. Listen, Rob's at work. He's, he's got to watch online. Are you with me? Car- Carolyn's, Carolyn's at home. She's doing her thing, and she's watching online. I love that. And, you know, I know that... Drew Basic lives in Texas, so it, it, it's a little bit of a commute for him, you know? And <laughs> it, it's all good stuff, you know what I mean? But don't neglect being together. There's power when you're together. There's power when you're together, amen? Here's point number two. Point number two is I will seek out Jesus for a rewrite. I will seek out Jesus for a rewrite. You know, Chelsea and I are, are working on our book and, and we're so excited to get our book written and, and, and to get it in your hands and, and talking about we and the power of we and what that is and I'm excited about that. And, but you know what? I know there's gonna be moments where we write something and the editor's gonna say, you need to rewrite that. That's not that. that. You're not saying what you think you're saying and it's not coming across the right way. And some of us are living in a written version of our life that we've been doing the same things over and over again and wondering why we're not getting a different result. And here walks down the road the author and finisher of our faith. And Bartimaeus goes, I don't care who thinks I'm being too loud. He might even be teaching on something right now. He might be sharing with everybody's being quiet, right, in the middle of church. I'm always scared when we have that quiet moment in church if somebody had like a burrito for breakfast. (laughs) Right? Just letting out a little bit of anointing in the middle of service. Are you with me? Who knows what it's like in this moment? But Bartimaeus knows one thing. This is the author and the finisher. And he's going to walk by and this is my moment. This is your moment. He's walking by you right now. He's walking by you right now. Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy on me. Shut up, Bart. Be quiet. He doesn't have time for you. You've been sitting there your whole life. What's going to change for you? There's actual people who have needs here. you ever feel that for yourself? You ever feel that when you're saying, hey, does anybody need prayer for anything? And you're thinking to yourself, no, I, I, you know, I got I got needs, but they're not that big of a deal. Like there's there's probably somebody in here that needs to be able to walk, or there's probably somebody in here that really needs financial provision. And, you know, I I'm 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 okay. I don't need it. You got that voice in your head that's telling you, shut up. Don't don't shout for Jesus. He's he's got he's busy. He's helping other people who actually need help. Are you with me? Sometimes you gotta. Shut the crowd up or, or maybe even yell a little louder. Get a little louder. Come on, somebody. Get a little louder. Come on, somebody. Get a little louder. Come on, somebody. Get a little louder. Come on. We we, we gotta get a little louder in here. I've been to some churches where they don't appreciate when I get a little louder. I've had people who attend other churches come and visit for the first time and they don't, they don't like quite how I get a little louder. Are you with me? Why, why is he yelling at us? I'm not yelling at you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get your spirit to wake up. Is that, do you get me? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to push the word down your throat because it doesn't belong there. I, I, can, I can give it to you in a way that's palatable. I'm not trying to push anything on you. But we can get loud because our God is good. Listen, the Oilers play their first game against the Kings tomorrow. Do not call me. You can text me. You can text me or come to my house and we'll watch the game together. But don't call me during the game. Like if you have needs, they can wait. No, I'm just kidding. 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 Because my neighbors are going to be upset because I'm going to get loud. Are you with me? Because it's my team, right? And we're, we're all team Jesus. And we can get loud. We can get loud. During the conference, we had, we had, we had all these different meeting rooms, you know, and, and we had our meeting room, and we were worshiping our hearts out. We were getting loud. And here comes this lady from the, the room next door in her little suit. Um, excuse me, can, can you just, like, turn it down a notch? And we're like, if you'd like, you can come in. Yeah, yeah, we'll turn it down a notch. We're not going to turn it down a notch. What are you talking about? Turn it down a notch. Turn that thing up. Let's do this. They're hearing the word. Something's about to change in people's lives. Oh, you might have thought you're having a meeting today. But you're going to meet with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. Amen. Now I'm not saying be disrespectful. That's not it. That's not it. Don't hear me wrong. I will seek out Jesus for a rewrite. Bartimaeus is not satisfied. With sitting on the side of the road. He's not satisfied that this is all my life has ended up being. Come on, maybe you've been walking down that rut called life, going from job to job, doing your same thing over and over again, and wondering, isn't there more to life than this? Shout, get loud, Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy on me. And then Pastor Sarah says, hey, we need some extra help. Can you come in on 8 o'clock in the morning next Sunday? We need some extra help. And you're going, is that Jesus talking to me? Come on. Through Pastor Sarah? No, that can't be it because I'm busy. i got stuff to do. I mean, I'm, I'm in my, i, I got to sit on the side. What if I don't get any handouts right now? What if, what if I'm in the middle of my muck and I don't get the leftovers that I needed just to get by? Mm, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Hebrews 12.2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, as he sat at the right hand of the throne of God. How many of us got to a place in our story, and we didn't like it? We didn't like this chapter. I don't like where this is going, and it looks like it's getting scarier the more I read, and so... We just, we put our book down, like, I don't know if I want to go farther, this is, this is getting to be too much. And so we kind of, we just find a nice place to sit down, because if things are going to get hard, at least, at least if I go further down that road and it gets harder, I can just stay here and I, I don't have to get, make it get harder. And I'll just, I'll just get the leftovers. How long are you going to do this for? How long are you going to do this for? Do you want it bad enough? Do you want to see what God has for you? Do you want it bad enough? Because the plot can twist. Are you with me? A shift can happen, can happen. Or you just die on the side of the road. You never accomplished your potential. You never got to see fully what God could do through you. Because we settled right here. Well, I'm not blind. I'm, I'm doing something. I'm not sitting on the side of the road. You know, I, what I do is important. Yeah, whatever you tell yourself. Whatever you tell yourself. Because if it's not what God told you, then it's not big enough. Did you hear me? Oh, but I do a good thing. Don't, don't knock what I'm doing. I'm not knocking what you're doing. Because if God called you to do it, then awesome. But if he called you to more, why are you still sitting on the side of the road, Bart? Are you with me? Why are you still sitting on the side of the road, Bart? What are we doing here? What are we doing, church? What are we doing? Are we still sitting on the side of the road? And you hear that hope is here. Are you still, like, he could have said to himself, I'm not worthy. I'm just, you know, I've been here for so long. Somebody else needs that encouragement. I'm just going to stay right here. What if, what if you, by shouting, no matter how many people told you to be quiet, you, by seeking after the Lord, no matter how many people told you it wasn't worth it, you, by, by just going after it, all of a sudden, people start to see what is going on with Bart. Where is Bart? What, what if somebody was on vacation when, when, when Bart walked through, right? Like they, were, they were out doing something else. You know, hey, I've been on this street long enough. I've, been, I've sat next to Bart all the time, I like getting my hand out. I'm going to go over to this other street and see if maybe there's some more generous people over there that will help me. And then all of a sudden, Jesus goes by and something happens to Bart. Right? Something happens to Bart. He's not not satisfied with his story. He doesn't want to get stuck in a cliffhanger. Don't you hate cliffhangers? I I don't even like watching like a a, a TV show. Are you with me? Because I'll need to know what happens next. Are you with me? Like it drives me crazy to, to wait a week. To know what happens next are you with me has that ever happened to you guys where you're just like no no i gotta know what's gonna happen next like chelsea and i like when we, we we get excited about our marvel stuff are you with me and 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 when when a new marvel show comes out we don't watch it until the whole thing is done because i'm gonna watch the whole thing at least one week are you with me it's, if it's eight episodes, if it's thirteen episodes, sometimes it's like a three episode night. You know what I'm saying? Like three hours later, we, we you know, five, Four hours, three hours is good for sleep, and this will be fine. You know, I have to know what happens. And we get caught up in that because we sit there and think in this cliffhanger where they're like, "Wait a minute, there's three more episodes. This can't be the end of this character." But then we don't live that in our own lives. You sit in this cliffhanger. And we sit on the side of the road and we don't go, I wonder what happens in this person's life. I can't tell you how many times I get excited when we're counseling somebody and they tell me how hard things are and how horrible things are. And I start, to, I, I mean, I'm, I'm annoying you guys because, because I, I know God's word. I know how he writes stories and they're never a tragedy, never. It always ends good. Are you with me? So when I hear that story, I'm like, oh no, what happened to you? Who took advantage of you? How much did you lose? What happened? I mean, what's going on? And then I say, Oh, can I tell you something? I'm kind of getting excited. Because I watch my Marvel shows. Are you with me? Right? I, I read God's word and it's the same. This is just the cliffhanger. Don't turn it off now. Don't don't close the book now. Because it's not over. Oh, you think it's over because you had a divorce? It's not over. It's not over. It's just the beginning of the next chapter. God's about to do something new. Come on, somebody. I know I've got some divorced people in here who got remarried and they're happily remarried. Are you with me? They were like, this is what I was supposed to have. This is what God intended for me. Are you with me? Oh, God is good. He, He loves his children. Your story's not done. You don't have to sit on the side of the road anymore. You Jesus is walking through. Are you with me? I will seek out Jesus for a rewrite. I need this, I need this chapter rewritten. I'm, I can't live here anymore. Will we see the end of the story? Or will we ever only be known as the beggar on the side of the road? In the retreat, we had these friends of ours, and I'm not going to tell their story because you had to be there or you'll have to be there next time. But they could have stopped in the middle of their story. They could have stopped in the middle of their story. They could have stopped, the stopped in the midst of the tragedy, and that would have been it. It could have defined them, defo- defined their kids to find the the broken relationships that they're going to have for the rest of their life. I don't know about you, but I've had had broken relationships. I've had things not go right. But you don't have to stay there. See, that's the good news this morning. You don't have to stay there. The author and finisher of our faith. If your book isn't good yet, make sure that you're still a, a pen in the writer's hand. Are you with me? that you're still usable, saying, God, I know this isn't it. There's more to my life than this. I'm ready for more. Oh, it doesn't matter if you're 60, 70, 80, 90 years old. It doesn't matter. Maybe you're 21 and you're thinking, I've got my whole life ahead of me. I don't need to do this church thing right now. Are you with me? But instead, you get to a place where you just go, God, if I only have one life to live, I'm not going to waste another minute of it on the side of the road not going to waste another minute of it being told to be quiet are you with me i'm gonna i'm gonna shout for jesus 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 i've been sitting here forever man i know they have needs but so do i i'm not satisfied sitting on the sidelines i need a rewrite jesus why is he yelling us i don't know verse 49 Mark 10:49 When Jesus heard him he stopped and said Tell him to come here So they called the blind man cheer up they said Come on he's calling you verse 50 Bartimaeus threw aside his coat and jumped up and came to Jesus Catherine is that your is that your coat Can I borrow it for a minute I won't get it dirty I promise I'll throw it to you okay you can be ready to catch it all right This this one looks really good on me though you know doesn't that look good? You guys like my cardigan? Come on, I think those, these are called cardigans, right? I used to call it Afghan because I didn't know what it was. Like, like, like one of those, like a doily, you know? Like, I'd, be like, I'd be like, Chelsea, do you, you want your doily out of the car? She's like, it's a cardigan. I'm like, oh my, all right. took me a few years to learn that. I've got to figure it out. Here's what's important to remember about this. I, and I know it, the context of this, you won't see it in the scripture here, but you need to understand something about the culture then. This man sitting on the side of the road because he has an ailment, he was given a coat because that that coat signified that he was allowed to go get rations. See, as long as he walked up with his coat on, they would give him rations because they knew that he couldn't work for money. So here he is on the side of the road with his coat on. People know, hey, he needs a little handout. He needs a little something here and there. He needs a little bit of extra love and taken care of. And then here comes Jesus. Jesus. He hasn't even given him a promise yet. He didn't even say, are you with me? Here comes Jesus. So they called the blind man. Cheer up, they said. Come on, he's calling you. Bartimaeus threw aside his coat. He said, if Jesus is calling me, I don't need this anymore. I don't need this anymore. you got to understand, these guys would hold on to that coat because if they lost it, someone else would grab it so that they could get the handout instead of them. He threw aside his coat. He said, oh my gosh, here it comes. I knew he was going to, I knew he'd hear me. I knew that he'd reach out to me. I knew he loved me. I knew it. I don't need this anymore. I don't need to hold on to my circumstances. I don't have to hold on to what I, what I was doing the last time. I don't need to hold on to my fear. I don't need to hold on to any of that anymore. I don't need a, I don't need a handout. I don't need a handout anymore. Jesus is about to touch me you understand? Jesus is in my life. I don't have to hold on to bitterness. I don't have to hold on to bitterness. I don't have to hold on to brokenness. Where's your team? If you want to come up, you can come up. Do your thing. Get up here. Make me sound holy. That'll be good. That'll be good. I know. You're like, you're waiting for the third point. I put it at the very end to mess you up. Oh, man, my allergies. So fun. Ah, oh, His coat. What do we need to throw aside, you guys? What do we need to throw aside? Old mindsets? Old habits? Fears? Disappointments? What do we need to throw aside today? As we're shouting for Jesus, as we want more. How many of us have shouted for Jesus? And then we pick up our coat on the way out. Well, just in case, just in case it's not my time yet. You know, just in case, maybe, maybe Jesus is just calling me over because he wants to reprimand me for being so loud. Maybe my beautiful bride, she, she doesn't like that, that kind of attention, you know. And when I was in, no matter what church I went into, I'm me. Are you with me? Like, I'm me. And, and if that, that pastor is going to preach the word of Jesus, the word of God, I'm me, and I'm going to get excited because it's the Word of God. They could be the most monotone, boring guy I've ever heard in my life, but if you said Jesus saves, I'm about to get excited. Are you with me? Because I know who that Jesus is, and I know what he can do, and I'll be stand- sitting in that church on the front row because I don't like the back row. Are you with me? I like being in the front. I want to see what God's going to do first. And I have ADD, and I'll be looking at the bald guy in front of me and getting all confused. And... But I get loud, and, and Chelsea would be like, dude, shut up. You don't know if this is that kind of church, if they're okay with that kind of stuff. Be quiet. This is the word of God. Shh. You shush. Don't shush me. Don't you shush me. I'm getting what God's bringing today. Are you with me? I had, uh, in our church, we had this one lady, and she, was, she would always get excited. She sat, she sat about, I can't remember if she sat where you're sitting, John, or where you're sitting, Treasure, But uh, in, in, the, in the middle of it, oh, my gosh. She would, she would just be shouting at me. She'd be like, come on, Pastor. That's good, Pastor. Come on. And she was getting so loud, and there's this guy on the back row. And he got mad. He came up to me after service. He's like, you need to tell her to be quiet. You know what I told him? You know what I told him? I said, why don't you come up and sit with us up here, and you be louder than her, to where you can't even hear how loud she is. Are you with me? I said, because she's getting what she needs, and all you're thinking about is how loud she is. Whoop, missed it. What, we just need this to be like a little quiet little, little, you know, country club where we all hang out and go, Oh, isn't Jesus good? He's so good. Is he good? He's good going in and he's good coming out. Are you with me, Lord? Woo! You know, no, come on. This is a real deal. Thank you. This, that is the cutest gesture. Listen, guys. It's time to get real. It's time to get real. No more of this church stuff where it's just where we're all faking it. We come in, we come smiling. How how you doing? Oh, the Lord's blessing me. The Lord's blessing me. Tell me the truth. What are you fighting through? What are you fighting through? What is trying to hold you on the side of the street? What are you? Why are you shouting so loud when you stand up here? Why you get all excited about Jesus? He set me free. I don't have to hold on to my junk anymore. I, I came into church this morning ready to take a coat off. I don't need this stuff. Oh, uh, if I get a little louder, maybe, maybe, just maybe, Jesus will see me. Is it getting too exciting for you? It's a little wobbly? Oh, man. Somebody's got to get excited. Maybe it's my water bottle. You don't have to worry about it. Yes, I'm I'm a United States Marine and I did learn some things while I was there. Are you with me? When Jesus heard him, he stopped and he said, Tell him to come here. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up! Come on, he's calling you. Bartimaeus threw off his excuses. Jumped up and came to Jesus. Jesus says, what do you want from me? Bartimaeus is like, what do you think? What do you think? I want to not be on the side of the road anymore. I just gave up my excuses and I'm coming after you. I want to see. I want to see. This is where things begin to twist in your life. Things begin to shift in your life. I want to see i want to see we go back to hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 therefore we also since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us you know what the most concerning sins are to me like i know we all sin and and a lot of us we try to steer clear of the what we think are the really bad ones right you're like i haven't killed anybody lately are you with me right i I went to go get duct tape this morning for the team and the guy behind the counter he said to me you're not you're not gonna like tape somebody up are you i was like first of all why would you ask that but listen i I told him i just came from a, a marriage conference and maybe my wife would like that i don't know you know Hello. These sins that so easily ensnare us, entangle us. I think the biggest sin that entangles the church today is being fake. It's pretending like you're okay when you really need a move of God in your life. Pretending like things aren't bad or things aren't happening and so the the church becomes ineffective because we have a bunch of people who are making excuses and they're not really looking for God. They're they're holding on to their coat because what I need this little blanket of security because I'm afraid of what people will think of me. I love it when people are dancing before the Lord. You know, they say in the Bible that David was a man after God's own heart. And David, when he would screw up the worst... He would take all of his clothes off and he'd he'd run around in a potato sack dancing before the lord with ashes and dirt all over him reckless abandoned saying i don't care what anybody thinks i screwed up and i want jesus that's all i care about and people would mock him as he danced through the street i pray that when people come here the first time that they mock the people who are standing in the front going, why are those people dancing? Why are they getting so excited until they have an encounter with the Lord for themselves and they find that they're the crazy person standing in the front? I don't know what happened to me, but I went to this church and I met Jesus for the first time. I've been to church all my life, but I finally met Jesus for the first time. Not this fake religion stuff where you just show up, you you check the box and say, hey, I'm I'm a good little Christian boy, a good little Catholic girl. I'm I'm checking my box. I did it. Now I can spend my week however I want. Come back and God will forgive me. No, but when you finally say, I don't wanna sit on the side of the road anymore. I don't care how many people look at me funny. I wanna experience God for real. If God can really do miracles, listen to me, if God can really do miracles, this this healing stuff doesn't just happen 2,000 years ago in the Bible, it happens today. If God can really touch my life, if he can really change my marriage, if he can really move the way he says he can move, I wanna see it for real. Point number three, because I know you want lunch at some point. Hey, the Oilers game's not till tomorrow night. I've got all the time in the world. Just kidding. I will throw aside what I no longer need. I will throw aside what I no longer need. I've been insecure for so long, and I'd like to throw aside my coat of insecurity. I've been addicted for so long and I would like to throw aside my coat of addiction. I've been making excuses for so long, I want to throw aside my coat of excuses. I've been afraid for so long, I want to throw aside my coat of fear. What? is the coat that you walked in here with today. What kind of doily are you wearing? (laughs) And What can we leave? Leave it here today and shout out to Jesus. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me have mercy on me have mercy on me there's a race to be run there's a road in front of you and it's going to take endurance but don't die on the side of the road don't die on the side of the road there's no reason for you to sit on the side of the road anymore because Jesus is alive he's here and he hears you he hears your voice and he wants more for you Come on, come on, come on. He's here and He's moving. Come on. He's here and He wants to change you from the inside out. Those things that disqualified you just gave you a story. Just gave you a story. Just gave you a story. story. You're completely qualified. Somebody shout, I want to see no, stand up in from your seats and shout, I want to see. see. Come on, I want to make sure Jesus hears you. There's a whole lot of people telling you to be quiet. Tell them, I want to see. see.
0: May his favor be upon.
2: with you yet it's time to open up the book where were we again Lord where were we what did you want to do in my life you, you really want me to go at 8 o'clock in the morning to help Pastor Sarah okay I'm in God I'm tired on Sunday mornings I don't, I've don't. i been working all week long but you know what I'm in God I know you can refresh me more than another hour of sleep can Let's rewrite the story. Let's rewrite the story. Let's rewrite the story. If you're in here this morning and you haven't given your life to Jesus, today is your day. Today is your day. You don't have to wait another moment longer. If you're in here this morning and something just jumped in your spirit, maybe you just heard the crowd, maybe you just saw a bunch of crazy people following around this guy, but you're going, maybe this is my moment. It is that's you this morning, you're like, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want you to raise your hand for me. Raise your hand for me. Every, every head bowed and every eye closed because this is, this is between you and the Lord right now. If that's you, hang on guys, hang on. Calm down a little bit worship team. I know you're excited. I know you're excited, but this is somebody's moment and we don't want to miss it. We don't want to miss it we don't want to miss it if that's you this morning you're like yeah you're talking to me i want i want jesus i want to experience that i want i want a real relationship with god that's me if that's you right now just raise your hand for me nobody's looking around they're all they all have their eyes closed like they're supposed to there you go brother i see you i see you too sis that's awesome that's awesome is that anybody else you're going this is my moment i want that i want the real thing I don't, need, I don't need more church. I need more Jesus. Is that somebody in here this morning? If you're watching online and you're like, that's me. That's me. I, I've, I've wanted it to be real for so long. And if this is my moment, I'm going to shout. And I want it. If that's you, I want you to pray this prayer. And it's. I want to tell you, I don't have magical prayers. I'm not, I'm not some super, superhuman if you just talk to Jesus the way that you would talk to your friend. Talk to your dad. Just talk to Jesus. Use your own regular language. You don't, have to, you don't have to talk New King James Version. Right, you know. Just say, God, I need you. I can't do this by myself. I've tried. I've sat on the side of the road. I've taken handouts and... I just don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to be blind to what you have for me. Jesus, have mercy on me. Jesus, I give you my life today. And I ask that you'd come in, into my life, into the muck, into the mire, to the side of the road where I've been sitting. Come into my life and change me from the inside out. I believe you can. I believe I can throw off all that other stuff if I can have one touch from the living God. So God, here I am. Please, take my life and use it. Please, God, I give you everything I have. And if you will just share your heart with Jesus, He will meet you right there. It's not a magical prayer. heart shift. It's a heart shift. It's a heart shift. God, we thank you for today. We thank you for speaking to us, for waking up our spirits and waking up our souls. God, we thank you that you are alive and well. And God, we take the mantle. We give up our old coat and we want to walk out and share what you can do in people's lives and change them from the inside out. We love you, Lord, and we are excited to be your church. We thank you in Jesus' name. All God's people said, amen. Somebody lift up a shout in here this morning. Come on. Come on. Come on. If you need prayer for anything, down the service right now if you need to go get your kids go get your kids but if you need prayer for anything my team's going to be up here and they're going to be available to pray with you because if you're battling something let's get it out in the open let's tackle it in the spirit and see God moving in a mighty way amen so if you need prayer come on up if you need to go get your kids go get your kids and the worship team's going to keep singing go ahead